refuse to do that. It's so much more fun when we do this podcast and one of us is like the target. I've been the target recently, so I think it's I've done one. So Christy, you have to be like four, four, four or five Why in a row before. Never get to be the target. Hey, you can know. We can pick on Tim. Pretty hard when I when I failed to mute my microphone and blew my nose. Oh, the sneeze. The sneeze yeah. was excellent. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> Especially that like nice long awkward pause is me and Chris are just like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, I just listened to that a couple of days ago. I was like, oh no, here it comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even think I could have cut around it, honestly. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dance Robot Dance for episode ninety-two this week. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm here with Tim and Christy. What's up? What's up? What's up? I want to cut the preamble as short as possible. I know this is going to be a longer episode, so yeah, let's we're going to get into it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. First things first, how are you guys doing this week? Good. good. It's been a been a crazy week. Uh, a little little bit of bad shit, but a lot of lot of good shit work wise. So, uh, but nice. but exhausting nonetheless. Nice. What's been What's been bad shit? Oh, just uh, bullshit back orders and customers that are mad at me and stuff like that. For shit, that's not my problem. But I also made a couple really big sales over the last week or so. So, nice. congratulations. Yup. <sighs> I'm really good. Got over being sick, which is rad. I have my improv show tomorrow, and we've been practicing, and I think it's going to be really good. It's the musical improv one. And she's got a glass of wine. I got a glass of wine, <laughs> and I had my Prangles, and um, I, went out, I went out for dinner with a buddy, and that was really good, who I haven't seen in a while. Just all around good week, but like I've been at work late every day because there's just a gajillion million things to do in this new job, and I love it. Like I don't, It's like I don't resent being they're late but i'm conscious that i'm there late you know what i mean yeah sure so yeah but it's it's been a, it's been a, it's a very solid week my mark got super sick did he catch so. what you had caught caught your plague yes he uh he was plagued and he was plagued hard i am the locusts what i am the locusts okay plague 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 i'm the walrus come on yeah yeah huh? he had like <laughs> plague 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 tell me how you yeah. plague 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 <laughs> hmm? I want to plague, plague. Oh, fuck oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's in Christie's head the rest Thank of the episode. So God damn it. I got it out today. <laughs> Today's the first time in weeks I haven't thought about fucking, hey, hey, I want to cray, cray. Fuck no. I don't mind thinking about that video as much as you do for some reason. I'm not really sure why that is. I'm not. Oh, dear. Super cognizant. Never mind. It's the right. so let's get into the news because there's there's a couple little things. I think first of all, we should just note that it is like content insanity the next like two mm-hmm. weeks. Oh this weekend God. is the beginning of Westworld season two. Uh wow. the new season of Archer starts this mm-hmm. week. Super Troopers 2 is out tomorrow, and then obviously Avengers Infinity War comes out next Friday. That's not including A Quiet Place, which I saw a bunch of reviews for this week, Super and good. including yours. I need to go see it now. Far Cry 5 has been out for two weeks and I'm barely any like made any progress in it. And now fucking God of War comes out tomorrow and it's too much shit. Tickets, tickets for Deadpool 2 just went on sale too. It's, we're, we're getting uh, yeah, into like Deadpool heavy soon. release season, folks. Yeah, good good yeah. times. Lots of shit to see. Lots of shit Gotta to watch. Whatever. Prioritizing so. time. Luckily, all, luckily, a lot of the TV shows are starting to end their seasons though. So we'll have less, yeah. less time to so much catching up to do. Though. Shows. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty behind on the comic book TV shows. Oh yeah, I'm super behind. I haven't watched anything since the new year came. Like they came back from their Christmas breaks. I don't yeah, think, there's a so. few that I haven't watched since the break, but uh, a lot of them I'm caught up on. I'm caught up 
pretty much caught up on like Black Lightning and almost Legends. I just haven't watched the finale. And anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two that like, I, I will be prioritizing when yeah. I get back to it. But it's not like I'm not in a huge rush. I just I'll figure I'll just wait till summer and just binge the last like bit of them and then decide if I want to suffer through the <laughs> end of Arrow. Either way, God of War coming out means like, sorry, Witcher fans. I know that you're really psyched <laughs> to hear my fucking opinion on your precious 300 hour RPG. But that may have to hold off until Kratos kills a whole bunch of motherfuckers <laughs> first. So mm, not surprising. <laughs> it isn't it though? All right. Uh, first things first. Uh Harley Quinn spin off Birds of Prey. What? <laughs> I said you said first thing first, and I went, I'm a realist. <laughs> okay. The Harley Quinn spin off Birds of Prey has found its director. It is Kathy Yan. She directed one other thing beforehand. It was a horror movie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I just read the article. I can't remember the name of the movie. The Babadook, so anyway. <laughs> no, no, definitely not the Babadook. Dead pigs. Dead pigs. That's it. Yes. Which won won a prize for ensemble acting at uh, Sundance last year. And like, I know a lot of people were kind of getting up in arms about the fact that it's like, oh, another indie director, like an indie director. Like, are they really going to give an indie director one of these movies? I'm like, Taika Waititi just fucking killed Thor. Yeah. Like, what are you Love him. talking about? Like. Like and that's what Marvel's been doing pretty much mm. the whole way. Like, well, not the whole way, but like they've had they've had some they've had people. Few, they've had a few real successes with relatively unknown directors. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is awesome. And if you can slot into that kind of because that's a big system yeah. to slot into as a director, so it's kind of like you got to be able to work inside the system. So, yeah, I think at this point, like the machine is so well set up, and we'll get into this probably later in the episode too. Well, we're talking about the we're talking about a DC movie, so I don't know if the machine is quite as set up as what we're it's we're going to be talking about tonight. Maybe not so. as established as well True. as tonight's meat. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so there's that. There's some casting news on Wonder Woman two. Apparently, Linda Carter has been approached and has been in active discussion to join the cast of Wonder Woman two. Uh, for those of you who are too young to remember, Linda Carter was Wonder Woman in the 1977. Hey, Mark, you and I are fucking series? too young to remember that. I mean, I've watched a little bit of it, but not not much. It was on reruns. I've seen every episode. It was on reruns when I was growing up. Yeah. I saw all of it. And Linda Carter may or may not have been responsible for me realizing that I like brunettes with big cans. I don't know. That outfit. <laughs> that was that may be too much information. But that's and, fine. And, and spangly hot pants. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. So that's a really specific fetish for star spangled hot like pants. Very, wow. I mean, like Wonder Woman is probably somebody's okay. fetish somewhere. So it's, I mean, it's definitely a fetish that is probably out there. I mean, we've well, it plays off that Amazon, like, yeah. uh, you know, gigantist thing too. Well, I mean, it's not like I'm six foot five. A tall woman is not like something I'm not into. So there you go. <laughs> we can keep moving though. Uh, Steven Spielberg has been <laughs> the first director to cross $10 billion cumulatively oh. in his filmography now. So I guess Ready Player One did enough to kind of bump him over the edge, uh, regardless yeah. of the quality of that movie one way or the other. <laughs> Congratulations, Spielberg. Yeah, absolutely. Steve, Steve, as we call yeah, him around Steve, here. Steve, our buddy. Oh, Steve, 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 Steve. I should send him a text. Like, we're super good buddies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, knows. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I'm on the podcast next week. Absolutely. Guys. Yeah, you can imagine interviewing Steven Spielberg. But like, hey, so what was it like creating our childhoods? Like, how is that? Just Can you just talk? Just go. I don't want to talk. Yeah, just, like, just give us a little like rundown of what it's like to hold that kind of power in your hands. Yeah, like yeah. being like a movie god. How does that? How does that feel? How does that work? Well, well, I don't know, guys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Did you guys see? There's just one interesting little story. Did you see this thing about Jordan Peele using uh, machine learning tools to make a fake Obama this week? I did. Yes, just what? just to show. Yeah, he had it say like something like some mean 
something mean about Trump or something just yeah. to show how easily it's it is to make basically fake videos at this point. It's legit like <laughs> X Files style terrorize like terror terrifying that that is yeah. possible at this point. I mean, yeah. you could see the movies and see that it was gonna like eventually that kind of shit was gonna be possible. Like, but it's it's really worrisome that they can do it that effectively and like they gotta yeah, be- especially considering how fucking gullible the public is these days <sighs> <sighs> and how little how few people actually like go and verify shit that they see online or on facebook or whatever it's so true it's yeah. really awesome but how are we how are we gonna go uh talk about spielberg and not talk about the other big spielberg announcement this week if you want to bring it up bring it up <laughs> we shared this on our Facebook page. Then another DC project has been announced, and Steven Spielberg is going to direct a Blackhawks movie. And if you don't recognize that, then you're not alone. Welcome to the fucking party. So yeah, exactly. There's you know probably only like not even like casual DC fans would probably get that know that because it's not a real popular group of characters. But the Blackhawks are a team of World War II fighter pilots that are led by this guy that's uh, code name is Blackhawk. I think his last name is Prohaska or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, yeah. And so it's said pretty deep cut for DC, but uh, I mean, if that's the way that they want to take it, I mean, it kind of fits with, with Spielberg because yeah. he's obviously got a lot of experience doing period stuff. I mean, yep. and particularly world war two period stuff um, and even world war two like fighter movies, like, yeah. you know, so air, air fight movies. So, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. We'll see. <laughs> what what do you wait, what are you talking about? What movie are you talking about him doing air fight stuff? Uh didn't he do Empire of the Sun? Wasn't that Spielberg? Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, Fair enough. that was I was like, wait, I think you're confusing Red Tails was that garbage George Lucas movie. So that was yeah. <laughs> he might have pre- probably produced, I think they produce all each other's stuff now or something like that. But or there's something yeah. akin to that. Uh yeah, no, yes. Empire of the Sun, nineteen eighty seven, Steven Spielberg. I mean it's not like a hundred percent like <laughs> But there's it's definitely or whatever. But yeah, yeah, exactly. There's definitely a fair amount of uh, of that in there. That's fair enough. Okay, that's cool. I haven't seen that movie in ages, so I kind of forgot about it. But that's I think funny. I have it on DVD for some reason. I think it was one of those things where like I bought a DVD player and I got it for free with it or something like that mm-hmm. way back in the day. It's still a Spielberg movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I thought one I've rewatched as much as obviously I've watched like I mean Raiders or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. So my I only have one other story that I want to talk about, and it is. You guys probably haven't even watched it because this is the way my life works. But the new Deadpool 2 trailer, have you guys seen it? I saw that it came out, but I, I didn't bother with it because, I mean, at this point, I'm going to go see it. I don't need any more. I know Mark is really hungry for more Deadpool, so. I'm, I'm pretty excited. So I watched I watched the trailer today, but they, they introduced a character because they post ads to like for people to join X-Force and some random dude named Peter. Oh, joins I saw that, X- yeah. He's got a fucking Twitter account that's been going for like a month. It's hysterical. <laughs> he doesn't like talk about nude bodies and he's really into like friends and shit it's really funny like <laughs> what yeah i'll yeah. i'll post a link well in our chat but then i'll also post it along with the uh the episode post but it's like hysterically funny it's uh at peter how does it how does this thing work at peter w underscore 1974 it's like his header picture is like a deformed kitten and he looks like he's got he looks like a fucking child molester or something like that but it's so funny like he's he joins x-force along with the rest of these like superheroes and stuff i'm like oh man god damn (laughs) just this he's just this like ron swanson looking motherfucker i was when i first saw him i thought it was ron swanson i'm like oh man all you parks is that that, he's in parks and rec right yeah all you parks and rec kids would be super happy then it got in close and it wasn't him and i was like oh well yeah 
that's still a good gag just putting some like normal random dude who's like a beekeeper or something like that as part yeah. of x-force like <laughs> so funny. yeah his uh his twitter profile is husband experienced apiarist in parentheses beekeeper i like sports and <laughs> yeah. grilling on my deck dm for info so that's good. funny so he's already good. got eleven and a half thousand followers yeah i'm one of them so <laughs> there's that um yeah, speaking of uh parks and Rec, i'm 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 on the very last episode right now of the last season, so I have like I'm about halfway through part, the very last episode of Parks and Rec right now. Since I've been talking about, oh, oh my god, okay. uh, how much does it hurt? It's 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 get I'm getting getting some feels for sure. I know yeah. the last season wasn't great, but they do wrap it up really lovely. They do, yeah, or they have so far at least. But yeah. Anyway, right. I derailed. No worries. Uh, that's all the news I had. Do you have anything else you want to talk about there, uh, Tim? Or Christy, I guess. The the biggest one for me uh, is that Action Comics number 1000 came out right. yesterday, uh, celebrating 80 years of Superman and the first comic, at least Western comic, there might be like some mangas or something like that that have hit 1,000, but uh, first Western comic and superhero comic I know of that's hit quadruple digit numbers. Um, so I've got my copy. I got the Jim Lee cover. I want nice. to get the Antergence cover, but they were already out of it. But yeah. maybe I'll find that later. I'm really in it for the story and the stories. I've only got about halfway through it because I didn't get home till late last night. But the stories in it so far have been just a, a really great sort of celebration of Superman and his yeah. not only like his powers and everything, but like his supporting cast and his uh, sort of ideals and everything that he represents and a, a lot of great nods to his history and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's on my comiXology like it's downloaded, ready to yeah. go. I just haven't sat down and read it. I'll probably do that this weekend. I'm, I'm excited to read it, though, because it looks like there's a lot of fucking heavyweight creators in oh, there yeah. that like yeah. it'd be cool to see even just do a couple pages of Superman story. It would be really Yeah, neat. and plus, yeah, the last story in it is the uh the first uh Bendis Superman as yeah. well. So yeah. 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 So if you're the least bit of a you know superhero comic book fan, this is something that you owe it to yourself to pick up just Absolutely. it does, you know, it's such a milestone in comic book history. When does uh when does Detective hit? 1000 that's got to be coming up too then right like next year or the year after? uh they're yeah within the next couple of years i think they're at like 970 something right now and it's um like action it's also on a uh, bi-monthly uh publication schedule or i should say semi-monthly um so it's coming out twice a month uh-huh. right now so they'll get that uh, up so, this year yeah. probably no, no, maybe not. Maybe uh, beginning of next year. No, it'll be it'll be next year, next year. Yeah, middle of next well year, that would make like it because that. that would that be next year would that be batman's 80th anniversary then no because he's 39 isn't he uh yeah which would be 80 years all right it's 2018 good call good call cool so next year's next year's gonna be a bat heavy i hope they can get that fucking movie out next year then jesus yeah well i mean Hmm. even like five years ago they had uh superman 75th and then they had batman 75th after that and both of those were like really uh you know they they really ramped up the celebrations for those two normally they probably wouldn't like throw a lot behind 80th anniversary it's just because it happens to coincide with the number 1000 well, i mean so both get their 1000s during their 80th year though mm-hmm. which means they'll be able to like at least on the comic side super hype it up it would be nice if they could get a batman fucking movie out that year though like, especially batman like out of the two characters right now yeah. given the zeitgeist like you would think they would want to have that out but yeah. although there's a lot of people clamoring for man of steel too as i well. i'm on board for more superman too like if they could do it right i would yeah. absolutely I mean, I feel like I'm not going to go see one of these movies because I don't think I'm physically capable yeah. of not seeing <laughs> these movies. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for news for me. Like, I've, we've done that. Is that everything you had? 
Unless you want to talk about the fact that they're making a fucking movie out of masks. I saw that, but I was like, remember we were talking about like keeping the news like relevant <laughs> and interesting? I was like, I don't care. It's just, just one more yeah, of those fucking dumb. things from our childhood that they seem to be trying to resurrect. It is being directed by one of the Fast and the Furious movie yeah, directors. I the guy who directed like Fate of the Furious, so that's like Furious yeah. 4 or something like that? I don't even know. I don't, I've never, honestly, I've only seen the ones, I've seen the first one and I've seen the ones with The Rock, so I'm not really sure which ones are which, so... Yeah, uh, most of that shit. Like, they're all terrible movies. They're just fun to watch. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, cars and explosions. I've never watched shit, it, but they're yeah. fucking not. Good. I've watched maybe like a cumulative five minutes of all of them. Yeah, yeah. When when I go on the uh, on the Fast and the Furious ride that they have at Universal, that will probably be the most exposure I've ever had to Fast and the Furious movies. Makes sense. Makes sense. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I I just watch them because the rocks in them, and like I don't even know how I saw them. I must have screened it at the movie theater because I was probably working there when it came out. It was a big movie. Too. Yeah, like, we made a lot of money. Yeah, but like just not for me at all. This is just stupid action bullshit. So, <laughs> all right, it's uh, it's time for Geek of the Week. Geek of the week. Geek of the week. Good. Just in time for me to pull an audible on you. I don't want to do a standard geek of the week. We have been talking about the same three fucking video games for like three months now. Mine's different this week. Oh, really? I, I was going to do a hypothetical, one. but that's fine. If you guys want to do regular geek of the week, what's your geek of the week? Yeah, I prepped, I prepped one. All right, Sam. Talk. What was your What was your idea though, Mark? No, don't worry about it. We'll do it later. <laughs> you guys said no, so go fuck yourselves. That's fine. <laughs> Shit on my ideas. Yeah. You gotta give us some fucking warning on no, this shit. No, I don't have to do fucking anything. I don't, I don't like. I don't like the prizes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my my geek of the week is that uh, I re I started uh, rewatching a rewatch of one of the best sci fi shows of all time, and I'm gonna give you guys each one guess of what it is. Battlestar Galactica. Mark's got it. Yeah. First one. I was uh, gonna yeah. say Star Trek Voyager. No, Battlestar <laughs> Galactica. <laughs> Just yeah. So point. I I've, I've had uh, the technically what Voyager should have been. The, the 2003 Battlestar Galactica, yeah. just to specify. Although I have the, the old version on uh, DVD. But I've had the Blu-ray set of the 2003 Battlestar Galactica series for a couple of years now. And haven't. It's, it was still in the wrapper. So I was like, okay, it's finally time. Like I, uh, I'm i through my MCU watching project now. I needed something like to watch while I'm on the elliptical in front of the big, you know, yeah. big TV. So that was uh, what I picked. And it, it surprisingly, I mean, I'm only through like the miniseries in the first like actual standalone episode, but so far it holds up really well um, overall. The first season, like including the miniseries, is probably like one of the best fucking seasons of TV ever. Oh, Chris, you should see that one. Or, you should at least watch the the miniseries. Yeah. It's only like a three hour commitment. I saw uh, the yeah, first episode of Battlestar Galactica. I would, I would totally watch the, yeah, I would watch the miniseries and then watch like the, it's, what's the first episode? 33? Like that first 33. One. So fucking yeah. tense. Like it's such a yeah, good Yeah, I just watched that. Tonight. It's so good. Such a good script. I love that fucking show. I have been meaning to rewatch it for a while. I just like the end is such a kind of like, it's not a, I don't even like hate the end, but it's just kind of like blah, that I, I, yeah, I kind of dread it was going one back of those to it. Ones, like, yeah, it was one of those ones kind of like lost where like there was no way that they could really like have an, suitably epic end i don't damn it as much as i damn the ending of lost like that was a fucking that was a total kick in the dick like that was such a waste (laughs) of my goddamn time but (laughs) battlestar definitely i was like when it ended i was like huh like i was angry when lost ended because i was like this that was fucking terrible and they didn't answer any of the questions i wanted to answer Lost was a bad ending but at least bsg was like oh it was good it just wasn't like as you almost needed a movie kind of to to end it the way like as epically as you probably could have but yeah. still man like that's such a series like such a worthwhile series to sit through and like 
watch it yeah. again and stuff like that. I love it. Even the effects and stuff on it hold up pretty well for being a fucking 15 year old series. Yeah. Uh, there's some of like the live action CG composite shots. They're a little bit janky on like a 60 inch fucking 4k yeah, TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I mean, it, I'd almost forgotten like just how well it's written and how great the subject matter it handles is and all that. So uh, I'd love to cover even just like the mini series on the podcast at some point. I think that would be a lot of fun. Well, we, if Christy will watch it, I would love to do it, but either way we should do it. We could do a two hander at some point. I should probably rewatch it before we do that too, though. Cause you, yeah. it's been a long time since I've seen it. I think I rewatched it right after the series ended, but that's mm-hmm. even then that's been what, like 10 years. So yeah, it's been yeah. wow. So such a good fucking show though. Yeah, so I'm sure our listeners will be hearing more from me on that uh, over the coming months as I rewatch all of it. Fair enough. Uh, Christy, uh, what was your Geek of the Week? Um, I actually I haven't had too geeky of a week. I guess the, the geekiest thing I did was I just listened to it. I started watching an LP of um, Hellblade, Senua's, Fa- Senua's Sacrifice. You should just play it. It's like six hours long it's really yeah. good really i know good. i started watching the lp and i was like i should devote some time to this i should actually just play this game you get through in a day so, way you play games. yeah so good like it's so good so well written yeah and we have like the surround sound headphones so i feel like i'm just wasting my time not doing it for real agreed what so, game is this it's uh what's it called again since she was sacrificed hellblade hellblade Senua. yeah uh, Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah. Never heard of it. It's a little indie game that came out this year, but it's like... Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it really good. It holds up against the big boys. Yeah, and it, it's like, it deals with like mental illness and stuff, so they do a lot of cool like sound effect work and like visual effect work to like kind of show you what living with mental yeah. illness is like and stuff. It's really, really, really cool. But it's set, it's set in hell. Yeah. I, and you're um, a Norse woman who's found her way there to see if she can find the soul of her dead lover it's like a prequel to god of war if you want to yeah it's kind of weird but or dark. that uh that that robin williams movie what was it called uh what dreams may come yeah <laughs> i was like big no that's not even rob williams <laughs> that's tom Jax. hanks nope, definitely not <laughs> that's tom hanks patch adams oh i hate that movie so i know it's bad it's terrible <laughs> Well, my, I guess, Geek of the Week has really just been our topic of the fucking show. So, like, yeah, the episode has been, uh, I'm in the middle. I, unlike Tim, I didn't do the week to week watch these Marvel movies. No, no, no. Mark doesn't play like that. Mark binges things hard. So, <laughs> I just finished, uh, I watched Ant-Man when I came home from work today. I started watching these movies on the weekend. So, I'm almost at the end. Uh, I'm You're already halfway through phase two. I just the end of it. no. I just started. Yeah, I will, I well, I put in Civil War, watched the first ten minutes of it, and then was like, I should probably eat dinner and get ready for the podcast. So I am into Phase Three now. But mm. either way, uh, do you guys want to do a sting, and then we can get started? Marvelous meat, meat of the episode, guys. Merry Marvel marching meat. What the fuck's wrong with both of you? Excelsior meat. No, no, you both fail. You both. Stanley's meat. Oh, yeah, Stan, 90, Stan Lee's meat. Yeah, Stan Lee's wrinkled, shriveled meat. Yeah, gross. <laughs> so, because Infinity War is like two weeks away, and we are all a bunch of big nerds, and I can't stop thinking about Infinity War, we're going to do a <laughs> couple episodes about the Marvel, un- the Marvel Cinematic Universe in particular. So, we've got a long list of questions we're going to get through. We're going to cut off in about an hour, probably an hour, an hour forty-five. Oh, no, at hour 15. Jesus, hour 45. <laughs> I don't need any sleep. I'm fine. Um, 
But we're just going to get into the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what we like, what we don't like, weird little things that we think of. Uh, But we're going to start off with one question. It's been 10 years. Did you start right at the top and see Iron Man or did you catch on later? Christy? I went right out and saw Iron Man. Nice. And it was great. Were you expecting it to be good, though? You know what? I really liked the Spider-Man movies, so I had high hopes that Iron Man was going to be good, and I had a giant crush on Robert Downey Jr. You saying that in the past tense, do you not anymore? No, I still do, but okay. like at the time, it was I hadn't seen him in anything in years. I hadn't seen him in anything since like Heart and Souls. To be fair, he hadn't been he... in much in years yeah. at that point, <laughs> except for, yeah. you know heroin so yeah except for rehab yeah rehab oh and when he played charlie chaplin <laughs> well he was also yeah, was in, amazing. Uh, the movie he did right before iron man kiss kiss bang bang was a uh a shane black movie which kind of ties into iron man 3 eventually but it's like him and val kilmer if you haven't seen kiss kiss bang bang i totally recommend going out and picking it up because like all the snarky or shit <laughs> that he does in the iron man movies is like it's an r-rated noir movie with him and val kilmer like solving a murder mystery so it's just like 10 times more snarky and sarcastic than anything he does in Iron Man. It's amazingly funny. Like it's the funniest movie I saw that year, I think. So mm. what about you, Tim? I mean, obviously, this is an easy answer for you. You're probably like, yeah, I was there opening <laughs> night. Yeah. Uh, even though uh, I'm not a make mine Marvel guy for the most part. Uh, yes, I was absolutely there. I don't know if I saw it like opening night or anything, but I saw it really early on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in terms of expectations, um. I don't recall exactly. I don't recall like expecting it really to be like amazing or terrible. I was just kind of going in and being like, "Yay, comic book movie!" Even yeah. though it's not, you know, my my uh, my Your publisher. Universe. I'm still yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. So, and I I fucking love that movie. I think it's one of, if not the best, comic book origin movies that we've ever gotten, and yep. I've been on the hook ever since. Yeah. Yeah, I went in. I went in super like hesitantly. I went in opening weekend, obviously, because like I even then I was still like right into this stuff. But like it was, uh, I was like, I was, I wasn't psyched for it. I was just like, what is this going to be? I was so confused by everything. I'm like, they're doing Iron Man. There's I remember the-, the trailers were fucking like really. Yeah, yeah. The trailers were. They, they they did give me some hype. Yeah, I remember the trailers being okay, and like I was excited at the casting when they cast. Like they were like, well, well actually, first when they they picked Favreau to direct, and then when they cast RDJ, I was like, oh shit, that's a pretty cool team of people mm-hmm. to get in there. And then, like, they were talking about the whole Marvel Creative Collective, and like, it was actually going to be like Marvel writers working with the movie writers to write the movie. I was like, this is a really big, like, this is what I've always wanted. I was super hesitant walking in and was blown away when I came out of it to the point where, like, they were really lucky they put out The Dark Knight that year because any other movie I would have been like, hmm, I don't know. Because Batman Begins was fine, but like, and The Dark Knight Rises, I like more than most people probably do, but like, The Dark Knight is just like that. Oh, big classic movie. Unbelievable. That was a crazy, like a crazy summer, like a, for yeah. comic book movies, like because that was really the start of like what we're getting now, probably like on a really regular basis with Marvel being Marvel Studios being a contributor too at that point. So mm-hmm. it's a crazy summer. Cool. So what we're gonna do right now, right off the top, I was gonna leave this to the end, but I think we do this at the top because it'll start conversation and all that other stuff. I want everybody to rank the movies. So from eighteen to one. What's your ranking of the MCU so far? Are we just listing or do you want us to give like really quick justification for, for like if, if something's maybe sort of out of place? If there's something that you think is like a hot take or one of us comments, I think, yeah, you can absolutely explain. But I think just listing them right. off will be the best way to go. 
So right. let's start with Christy. Do you have your list ready? You good to oh, go? Oh, I got my list ready. Atta girl. Let's uh, let's get started with Christy. Then. All right. I feel like some of these are going to be controversy, but I'll start. Well, that's fine. That's yeah. why we're, that's why we're starting with this, so we can spend some time on it. and We can get to the questions next week. This is yeah. going to be a multi kind of thing. So we're doing two weeks of this, and then we're reviewing Infinity yeah. War the week <laughs> after it comes out. So Multiverse lots of Marvel content. Episodes. Sorry, what? Well, if you guys aren't if you guys aren't into Marvel content, dear listeners, sorry, it may be checkout time. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So, uh, should I go one to 18 or 18 to one? Uh, no, go the other way. 18 to okay. one. Absolutely. Uh, 18 Thor dark world. Okay. I don't even know. I don't remember anything about that movie, which to me proves that it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched it like this. Like, obviously I'm just rewatching it. I enjoyed the first half of it way more than I remembered enjoying it. But the second half just, just shits the bed pretty bad. Like it's just, pretty dark. I just yeah. don't like Natalie. Eccleston's Port. villain is just, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. These I remember it's fucking name at this point malekith i want to say but i yeah, just watched it, it so yeah. okay go malekith. sorry christy oh man i'm just looking and i don't have the other thor on here but wait like the first one or i should have 18 yeah i thought yeah, i had 18 hey just catch me if i if i do tonight on tonight on christy can't match shut up um well to be fair we've had this problem every time we try to get a little <laughs> shit so like i don't know why we'd be surprised this time but i have 18 16.5 Okay, you'll just tell me if it's not, like, if I'm... Yeah, we'll, 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 um, we'll be able to figure out what you mean. Okay, yeah. this is going to be controversial. Maybe not. This has got Suicide Squad, number three. Oh, is it because I included Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk? No, mine, no that's in there. That's part of it. Okay. Um, okay, 17 is Iron Man 2. Okay. Oh. 16 is The Incredible Hulk, Edward Norton. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yep. 15, Iron Man 3. Ooh, Friggin okay. hated the ending of that movie. Okay. I hate a pepper pots in it. Number 14, Captain America, the first Avenger. Ooh, wow. Fair enough. 13, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Yeah. Okay. 12, Ant-Man. 11, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, I have Ant-Man twice. That's why. Ha 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 ha. And Ant-Man You're twice. You're just really excited yeah. for Ant-Man and the Wasp? I am. Actually, that trailer looked good. I'm, I'm excited for that movie. I'm excited for all this shit, though, so. <laughs> Sorry, let me just Looks fix right. that, actually. So, number 12. Number 12 is Thor. Number 11 is Doctor Strange. Number 10 is Ant-Man. Okay. Number 9, Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh, that's low. Mm. Well, you listen to... Well, you, yeah. Number 8, Captain America Civil War. Okay. Wow, that's um, low, too. That's low, too, yeah. Well, mm. eh, not that low, but low. Chris, you Christy's going to have the, the comedies at the top. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. 8, Captain America Civil War. 7, Marvel's The Avengers. I don't know why I have Marvel's in there. Well, <laughs> what a goof. Or Avengers kind of, Assemble yeah. or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, six, um, Age of Ultron, which I know is a weird pick, but yeah. I friggin' loved Ultron. I haven't just rewatched it again. I liked that movie a lot. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I solid. had a really good time solid. with it. So I don't know why people were bitching. I think people just in the moment people bitch, but like afterwards, I was like, wait, this is a really good movie. Like I, talk, I think yeah. I yeah. prefer it to to the first Avengers. Like if I'm just going to throw an Avengers yeah. movie in, I'd rather watch that yeah. than the first. That's why. Yeah, it's higher for me is, too. Oh, yeah. I like the lived in team though, so there's that too. Yeah, well, uh, number five is the first Iron Man. Okay. Four is Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yep. Three, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Okay. Two, Thor Ragnarok. Nice. And one, Black Panther. Really, Black Panther's your your number one, eh? You know what? Black Panther to me was such. It was everything that Marvel knew that was good about the movies that they'd made. Plus, it respected a a diversity of culture. 
Mm-hmm. And it brought something new to the table, which hadn't been done in a long time for a Marvel movie. And it covered a lot more sort of serious content yeah. and uh, subject. But it also was, the- it was funny at certain moments, and it was clever. And there, I still had gripes with it here and there. But at the same time, my gripes for that one were just that you know we talked about it in our episode. There was just subtle things. I, I thought overall it was actually taken out of a marvel context it would still have been a really enjoyable film to watch in general i agree i think it's one of the ones that functions sort of standalone really really well yeah and i can't put thor ragnarok at the top even though i want to because it's amazing and i loved it and i thought it was so fun and you know i adore loki but it's not the best marvel movie. <laughs> no, 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 no 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 so number one's black panther right so so you just do your top three again what was guardians of the galaxy guardians? volume yeah. one Thor, Ragnarok, Thor, then Black and Black Panther. Okay, cool. Tim? So my number 18 is Thor of the Dark World, just not particularly memorable. All it really does is, hey, here's another Infinity Stone, and here's some more shit with Loki and Thor. Yep, boring. Incredible Hulk is my number 17. I actually, I, I like a lot of stuff in there, but overall it's just, eh. It's mostly the villain, like shitty villain. It's like, forgettable. Yeah, Abomination just wasn't done very well, yeah. and there's some sh- janky CG in it. Well, there's also like, I'm not even sure how much of it is like really part of canon anymore. Cause like the way the Hulk acts isn't the same. And like that kind of, I mean like, yeah, they brought mm-hmm. Ross back, but like it's, it's weirdly like wishy-washy about where it kind of really stands in terms of like how officially that is part of the, the story now. So yeah. And it's, it's the least referenced of all the others. Like when you get later on in the other movies, it's the least connected to the rest yeah. of the MCU. Yeah. Uh, 16 is Iron Man three. Just, I liked it, but uh, I didn't like it as much as either of the other Iron Man movies. Um, again, it's just a villain thing. Like I did not really like uh, Mandarin. No, and it was it was lazy. I found that it was lazy. Oh, see, writing. I liked it. I, I love it that house party shit. The end where all he's got all the suits coming in. That is an outstanding sequence, but I it didn't it yeah. didn't really feel earned to me. Oh, okay. See, I mm-hmm. like the the whole like him having PTSD from the Avengers thing. Like that angle really worked for me, yeah. and I liked him kind of like still being awesome without having to have the suits on all the time. Yeah. So I should that preface, for me, but yeah, anyway. I'll preface this by saying like, I don't think I would rate any of these like lower than a, I think even like Thor, the dark world, I'd give maybe like a six or six and a half out of 10 kind of thing. Like yeah, it's not a movie yeah. I hate. It's yeah. just not, you know, no, they just, well, I mean, you're comparing it to like winter soldier and like homecoming and shit. Yeah. yeah they're kind of, like pale in comparisons. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My number 15 is Iron Man 2. Again, just weird villain stuff. I did like the the hammer stuff, but yeah. uh, I could fucking leave Mickey Rourke in the dust. When Sam Rockwell comes out dancing, goddamn. Yeah. Awesome. So good. Well, I was just I was just watching um I can't remember what movie it was, but uh the special features on one of the Blu-rays has a scene in the prison. Uh I can't remember what the prison is, but it's like the, the raft. Yeah, in the raft uh with the Mandarin basically like being hailed like and being uh like approached by all the other prisoners is like really popular and then hammers in the back as well being like who the fuck's this new guy like what the hell is this and it was sam rockwell and that was really good like i love that they do those little like marvel one-shot things and a lot of those i hadn't actually seen Uh, a few of them i had but Mm. my number 14 is uh ant-man just middling for me it had some really funny moments but again suffered from a weak villain guardians of the guardians of the galaxy 2 for the reasons that we discussed back on our last podcast, Thor Ragnarok, I did not, like I said, just the the tonal whiplash that I got in it is my number 12. Uh, so that's pr- probably going to be that's, significantly that's a, lower that's down. That's a pretty fucking hot take compared to like what, yeah, obviously we were going to like it more based on our review anyway. So yeah. 
this is funny though because like tim and i have pretty much the exact same bottles. ours are all i think all close, actually so good. far yeah mine's a little weird in some spots but we'll get to it my number 11 is dr strange uh my number 10 yeah. is captain america the first avenger it's just captain. some weird effect stuff on that that uh, d- that takes me out of it my number nine is thor the first thor uh, my number eight is spider-man homecoming oh wow that's um, low yeah i like it but i like all the rest better that's that's all okay. i mean I, I really i really enjoy yeah. spider-man homecoming but uh i love guardians of the galaxy which is my number seven uh okay. so i mean just going on sort of like expectation versus reality guardians of the galaxy just blew me away Mm-hmm. The first Avengers is my number six. Uh, number five is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Again, I prefer Interesting. it just very slightly to yeah. uh, Mark and I had a little bit of a conversation back and forth on this. I just think it's got better, a uh, better overall villain. Yeah, uh, I prefer Ultron to Loki and a bunch of faceless Chitari. Yeah, Spader was like, I don't know, I, don't know, I just don't understand the he hate for that. No, I don't understand the hate for that movie now. Performance like that, that yeah. sort of stilted AI, and he, I mean, it would be like. He was just the perfect person for that because he's already this sort of like kind of out there Super dry life like, personality that's already sort of you don't really understand where he's going to go. Like he's unpredictable, that kind of thing. And right. that's perfect for Ultron, this AI that's trying to learn to be human or, or something like human kind of thing. Yeah, it, the, the hate wasn't for Spader. No. And I don't. I, I still don't Spader. understand what the hate exactly. No, there was. were I some mean, people that did not stuff. like Spader as Ultron. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's their fucking problem, not mine. <laughs> Go ahead. My number four was uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Ooh. Okay. I my number three is Black Panther. My number two is Civil War, and it's just because I love that like big, grandiose like superhero battle, fight. yeah, superhero yeah. fight kind of idea. Um, that's some of my favorite uh, comic book stories, and my number one is. The original Iron Man, again, it just set everything in motion. Maybe the best superhero origin movie that we've ever had. And uh, I just, I think it might be, I, I, I might give Iron Man a 10 out of 10 in terms of just overall quality. I would give, for, for what it is, my top five, all 10s out of 10s probably. If I was like really going to review them seriously. Well, I don't know. I don't remember what I said for Spider-Man, which is in my top five. I think Black Panther, I gave like a nine, nine and a half or something like that. I'd probably give Civil War a 10 and I'd, I'd give Iron Man a 10. Yeah, Iron Man definitely is a 10. Iron Man's amazing, the first one. And my list may change because I am about to go into, I haven't rewatched Black Panther or Homecoming yet. So like those are two that rank relatively high, but well, not relatively high, but whatever. So things may still shift around. So my list, I start at Incredible Hulk at number 18 because eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. My number yeah. two is Thor 2 The Dark World. Uh, <laughs> so we're in consensus there. Those yeah. are the two worst. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is my hot yeah. take probably. Uh, number 16, Guardians of, the, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, I had it pretty low. Uh, I had it at 13. Yeah. So yeah. Mine it did was nothing for too. me. I mean, and actually on rewatching, and you guys are going to be surprised a little bit later. So there you go. <laughs> 15 is the first Thor. Yeah. 14 is Iron Man 2. 13 is Doctor Strange. 12 is Ant-Man. I I thought it was interesting that I had Ant-Man higher. Like I, I enjoyed rewatching oh. Ant-Man more than I remember rewatching. I haven't watched Doctor Strange again yet, but I yeah. am hesitant, more hesitant to watch Doctor Strange than I am to watch Ant-Man. Ant-Man's just like fun. So I was like, eh, it gets yeah. that one bump up. I, I love Doctor Strange just because it gave us such a different facet of the of the universe that we hadn't really seen in any of those. Everything else is like tech-based power kind of yeah. thing. Tech-based or aliens, mm-hmm. whereas uh, it gave us that mystical side that 
we hadn't really seen in the Marvel movie so far. Yeah, but it's still just it still had that like Iron Man-y feel to me. It's fine. Like I like like again, these are some of my favorite movies of all time. Like I love this MCU shit like nobody else does. Like I'm so invested in it that ranking these is like ranking children or Pearl we should, we should or like, something. To go back and figure out like how many of our episodes are on MCU like either stuff, TV oh, shows or <laughs> it's gotta be movies, it's gotta so. be like That's 20 true. 20, 30% of the total volume of our It's probably 20%. Probably. Yeah. yeah, it's probably pretty high. <laughs> uh, well, relative, well, they're part dumping of that so much. Out. Yeah, they're <laughs> just dumping so much stuff on us. And like, yeah. we, you and I especially both watch it like crazy. And then we're dragging Christy into our insanity. So. Hey, I'm here. I'm along for the ride. <laughs> I know. So we're all along for the ride at this point. Okay, so where was I? 12, Ant-Man. 11, Captain America, the first Avenger. That's mine. Yeah. 10, Iron I'm Man 3. Just because I, I really find, I like Shane Black's directing and stuff. So like that movie ranks a little mm. higher this is where you guys will probably get like want to shoot me guardians of the galaxy is number nine mm. oh yeah. honestly rewatching it, it, I, it, that it doesn't it didn't stand up as well rewatching it this time for me like it, like i know all the jokes and like it doesn't i like the tying into the 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 earthbound superheroes a lot more so i'm like oh these guys don't they don't feel like they matter yet maybe after infinity war they'll be more like i'll be more into it but they feel very disconnected so they kind of rank a little lower in my head number eight's black panther I liked it, but it because it's so disconnected huh. from everything else. Again, this is me as a Marvel like nerd being like, oh, I want more tie-in stuff. But it was really good. Again, don't get me wrong. Number seven, Avengers. Number six, Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. I did shift my list around from what you guys saw. Yeah, so. you did. <laughs> Number five, Captain America Civil War. Number four, Ragnarok, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Number three, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number two, the first Iron Man. And number one, Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Wow, yours is a lot different from mine and Tim's. Uh, not not so different that from much. Mine. The, it's just shifted yeah, a little bit. Probably. A lot higher. Spider Man's a little bit higher. Guardians of the Galaxies. No, Guardians of the Galaxies are around the same place too. Yeah, it's really? not that for mine. Okay, just a couple spots off. I don't know. I just think I th- well specifically about the number one, like Winter Soldier. I like spy shit a lot, and it reads. It actually, it almost feels like they stole a whole plot from one of the original James Bond novels, like the. And Robert Fleming. Redford was so good in it. And Robert Redford's good in it. Chris Evans is good in it. Scarlett Johansson's awesome in it. Like everybody fucking kills it in it. The script's pretty tight. Like mm-hmm. the effect work is good. Everything like it ties in nicely. They mention people as opposed to just being like. And the stakes are high and it had a lasting impression, which is one of something I really like. Like I like when you get a big status quo shakeup, which yeah. I'll discuss later as well. Yeah. And I loved, I just liked the, there's something about like the zeitgeist that happened around it where like these movies come out and everybody's talking about them, but like the amount of fucking Hydra memes that went around that summer, just like, I just killed me every time I saw one because I was just like, that's so funny that that all this nerd shit that I would have been made fun of as a kid is now like on Stephen Colbert's like opening intro says hail Hydra and shit. I'm like, that's fantastic. (laughs) So cool. The only thing I, yeah, the only problem I have with that is like, they don't, there's there's a bunch of stuff in there that we can talk about, but let's let's get into the the the, the big questions. So we've done the ranking. Who's your favorite hero in the MCU right now, Christy? I think we okay, might be all. Just I think we movies? could all have the same answer. I think it's distinctly possible that we have all the same answer. Probably. Uh yeah. But just go with the movies. Okay. Why? What's your well? What's your TV? Do you have a TV show? Tell, yeah. Tell us no, if, no, no, if you no, go no, outside the movies. Yeah, it would just be Jessica Jones. Okay. Jessica Jones. But no, wait, wait, wait. No, but it's definitely movie. Patsy Walker. Hellcat. Hellcat. So definitely no. Hellcat. Um, That's it. That's official. Moving on. Um, 
Anyway, no, it's uh, a tie between Iron Man and Phil Coulson. I would consider him more of a supporting character in the movie, just because he was only in. Oh, he's a he's a supporting character, but he's a hero. Yeah, true. I probably should have phrased that as like main character, but that's fine. That's fine. I'll take Phil Coulson. That's good. Yeah. He's the main character of he's his own show. Great, he's I guess. a great character. Yeah, no, he's the main it. character on Shield. And this is without even seeing Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. But I just really love him. Yeah, he he's on my list for support character. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I love like him. Just especially is it Iron Man two where he's just like he's threatening to tase Tony and stuff. So fucking good. I love that whole bit. I love the when he's uh, trying to get Cap to sign his uh, his cards. Yeah, his oh, collector's cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even his even his stuff in Thor, like when they introduce uh, Hawkeye and stuff like that, where they're mm-hmm. like watching him fight through the guys. Like I like all of his stuff is really good. They did a really good job with that character. Like so, when they kill him, you're like, oh yeah, that really. Yeah, I cried when he died. I was genuinely moved by thinking he was dead. Phones, guys, wasn't me this time. It was Mark. It's Other Mark. 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 God damn it! Three and a half hosts. He's not Three even talking. <laughs> He's probably playing Far Cry, <laughs> as he should be. He is playing Far Cry. Good, good. And I keep popping on, and I see him playing it. I'm like, oh, I should be playing it right now, but I have to go to bed. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I know that we're, you know, if you really had to pick a hero hero, it's Iron Man. I mean, Iron Man's amazing. He is, yeah. like, I don't know, he was the first of the series, and he's the one who I think has shown a lot of repressed growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also find that, I find him more interesting than the other characters because Cap is just so too good. Cap is too good. There's there's takes on Cap that I like where like he's kind of I don't know. It's weird. You could we could talk about it for hours, <laughs> but about like the Captain America character has if you watch his actions, he's kind of a death scene. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to die almost. Like he just throws himself. Oh, he definitely wants well, to die. I mean, especially like, now that he doesn't have yeah. anything left. I mean, or especially like right when he first you know, thought out kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that's cool. No, I just, I really, yeah, it's yeah. A- Iron Man's, yeah, absolutely. That's a good call. Good pull. I like Jessica Jones too. Like that's, it's interesting that that would not be my pull from those shows, but like I can see where you come from with Jessica Jones or where anybody would come from with Jessica Jones because she's mm-hmm. like, especially the comic book character too. Like she's a really cool character that I like a lot. So mm-hmm. awesome. Tim. Um, I got to go with the the easy answer as well. Iron Man for me too. And it's it's in large part just because of the fucking spot on casting. Like RDJ yeah. was yep. just brilliant, brilliant yep. fucking casting. He is Tony Stark at this point. Uh, like, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, he's obviously just having such a blast playing that character. And like Chrissy said, he's had a lot of really strong arcs uh, throughout the series mm-hmm. as, as well. I, if I give it a little bit more time, it, I think that Black Panther might end up being my favorite, but we haven't really seen, I mean, we've only seen one and one and a quarter movies with him or something like that, rather than like, you know, probably five full movies with Tony kind of thing at this. No, be more than that. I mean, yeah. two Avengers movies, Civil War, uh, three Iron Man movies, and then Spider-Man Homecoming. So let's say like six and a half movies or something like that. We've had yeah. Tony in and really got to see him grow. But I love that T'Challa character as well, and that's why that's why I just couldn't I couldn't I couldn't say T'Challa because part of me really wanted to because he is such a cool character. Mm-hmm. But you're right; he just we we haven't seen enough of him. Yeah, yet. I mean, he did have a great arc in his own movie and even in 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 Civil War. But yeah, I I just want to see more of him before I really. And I mean, we're obviously going to in Avengers in Infinity mm-hmm. Wars. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I would assume, yeah, it, it looks pretty Wakanda centric. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a, a, a fuck ton of T'Challa in, uh, in a couple weeks. I wonder, I wonder if they like re-edited anything and were like, Oh God, Black Panther's doing so well. We need to pull all these shots I off think the cutting room floor that have T'Challa in them and throw them back in or, or that are, I did Wakanda notice that a lot of the trailer stuff started to like really feature heavily with Wakanda stuff after Black Panther hit and just fucking crushed. Cause before it had always been like, it'd been very like big three focus plus Thanos kind of thing, like the main yeah. Avengers. And then it was like, all of a sudden it was like, Oh shit, there's uh, is it Shuri? There's Shuri and T'Challa and like they're in Wakanda and like Cap's back and all that kind of shit. But he's in Wakanda with his glorious beard and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see any way that that Black Panther doesn't end up on the post Avengers post post Infinity War Avengers team. He should be the leader of it in theory. If like yeah. all the other guys go away, either him or Strange, I guess at that point. Well, but. even even if you know uh, one of them dies and the others are like, look, it's time for new blood. We obviously fucked up. Yeah. So here. Kind of thing. Which is like the kind of story I could see them telling in the MCU because they're not afraid of letting their people like fail or fuck up or like things go yeah. wrong kind of thing, which is kind of nice to see in a storytelling thing. I also um, pick Iron Man as my number one. I mean, like, how can you not? RDJ is like the most magnetically watchable fucking actor in the whole series of movies. And that's like including like Chris Hemsworth and Ragnarok and like uh, Chris Pratt and all that kind of stuff. Like all these guys who are just like fun to watch. He's just you have to pay attention to what he's doing at all times and his chemistry, his chemistry with everybody is just like, yeah, exactly. There are other characters where like, you know, they don't really do well on screen together, but RDJ just does well with everybody else. Absolutely. I can't recall like any scene interacting with any of the other heroes where I've just been like, yeah, that was all right. I'm and like, that's almost like, I'm excited for infinity war for like the story and for like to see what happens and stuff like that. But like one of my big hype things is like seeing, rdj interact with like strange and the guardians and like even though like the little hints of it we've gotten so far i'm like this looks awesome please give me more mm-hmm. my do yeah. my honorable mention like your black panther is the new is tom holland spider-man though i fucking yeah. love like i'm a big spidey guy so. he, was, he was in contention for me too yeah so he's my like honorable second place kind of thing he's definitely like my favorite i'm so stoked for more spider-man <laughs> in infinity war i'm super excited mm-hmm. for the sequels I'm so happy with Tom Holland compared to like, again, 78 year old fucking Tobey Maguire or like, <laughs> they just need to keep putting up him up against solid villains. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was the downfall of the other, uh, Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And if they can keep like, honestly, they could almost just bring Michael Keaton and do the Scorpion next time back. Like given what they hinted at, like it's going to be, mm-hmm. I think they got a ton of shit. They're going to be able to pull or that. do a sinister six or something or, I think you build up to Sinister Six. Like, don't do six villains at once. Take- yeah, but they've tried that, and then it just fucking fizzled out. So I think they just need to blow their load. Here's the difference. Do it. Marvel's doing it now. So consistency is a little bit more their forte than the Sony guys has been so far. So Wait, you mean like the Thor movies? Those are super consistent. They, have- <laughs> they were middling and then improved. So, I mean... I know not to you, but like to the rest of the universe, they were like at best average. And then like Ragnarok was awesome. They improved in quality, not in like they did not remain consistent in tone. Oh, no. Well, (laughs) I think, I mean, pulling off a Spider-Man tone, like if they, they nailed it in Homecoming, they just need to keep doing that. So just keep doing that and you're flying. But yeah, Iron Man number one, but like with the asterisk being like, I'm a big Spidey guy and I really like the MCU Spidey now. So yeah that on the flip side of the coin though 
your favorite villain so far? And this is contentious, I think, because like MCU not super known for its awesome villains. So I'm yeah. curious we'll, to see we'll what have you guys are going to on the MCU at some point here, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's how yeah. we do. Yeah, Chrissy, who's your favorite villain? My favorite villain. It's again, if we're just sticking to movies, I know we are now. Is Loki and Ultron? Okay. Which they're see, the safe picks, I think. Which lo- which Loki though? Like, is it just in general Loki? Because that almost in seems a specific unfair. movie or overall? Because he's yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah, that's that's why I chose Ultron as well. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Because I love Loki. I love him. Yep. But he's not Wait, now. Like when you say love, are you like, oh, I think that character is very interesting, or is, are we talking like in the loyal oh, area? Both. Okay, fair enough. Both, because he is he's super interesting. Like you, the nice thing about Loki is there really is no method to his madness except power. Yeah, it's and selfishness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's and I think that he's played very, very, very well to the point that he's another person who I think was perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Going back and watching that first Thor movie, though, they are fucking babies in that movie. Him and yeah. Chris Hemsworth, they look like they're like 19 at best. I know. They were so- it doesn't take away from how good they are, but like I was I was watching Jim like for for immortals, wow. they've aged a lot. Yeah, like why am I watching high school kids? Like to be fair, like in Chris Hemsworth's case in particular, like super fucking jacked high school kids, but yeah. they look like children. It was captain funny. of a football team kind of yeah. you know, like that kid yeah. that, that had a, a full beard and, and when he was 16 kind of thing. That was yeah. you're talking you're you're talking to that guy. I just didn't play football. <laughs> you were you were Thor? I'm just for, I wish it'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I noticed that too. Uh, I was just watching the special features for uh, the, the first Thor movie uh, last couple days. And especially his, uh, well, his, his uh, facial hair was all really light. It's darkened up yeah. quite a bit. Over the I, last think they, I think movies. they dye it down a little bit because of that. Either that or they bleached it for that first one. So he was like blonde, blonde, but yeah. And it was like, it was too blonde if they yeah, did bleach like it down. Like his, he, you could, like you couldn't see his eyebrows half the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that crazy a couple of years ago when everybody was fucking shaving off their eyebrows. Oh God. And, <laughs> they, and then they put him in that fucking horrible helmet at the beginning of the movie, which apparently I was reading somewhere that they, they wanted him to be in it like the whole movie, but it just wouldn't stay on his head. Thank God. Cause that <laughs> helmet was Wait, what was this one stay on his head? You know the helmet that he's wearing at the beginning, just oh, as he's about yes. to be coronated. Yeah, yeah yes. that like the, the traditional Thor like headdress, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, they like during action scenes, it would just pop off constantly. They were just like, <laughs> "Fuck it, leave it off, don't wear it." <laughs> Besides, it looks ridiculous, so it didn't sit on his head properly. But anyway, yeah. well, at least they sort of brought that back in Ragnarok with like the homage to it and the one that he yeah. wears in the Hulk battle, yeah, which I is a, that like, actually cool. looked like it fit him properly, which is pretty cool. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, my my probably non contentious pull is Ultron. Yeah, I oops. He's just again. Spader is a brilliant villain. Yeah, like the like. I know he's a safe pull, but he's safe because he's good. Now, like I said, there was a lot of hate for him when when uh, yeah. Age of Ultron came out. I love. I, I, I never understand uh, understood it, but yeah, I saw a lot of people that really did not like him. As I remember one of our former co-hosts was not a big fan of his performance in that. Actually, I remember Eric like really going to task on the Ultron performance when that came out, and I was just like, I don't understand why you're having such a big issue with it. But okay, well, Eric, ever no, listen to this? Then then tell yeah, us why. On, explain. Yeah, absolutely. Come, come on, explain. Or, or leave yeah. leave a comment or something, and uh, and let us and know. Happy birthday last week. Yeah, I was gonna say happy birthday. Yeah, birthday. Yeah, birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Tim. Oh, do you have anything else, Christy? No, I just think that uh, he was great. Yeah, good, cool. 
Uh, favorite villain for me, I'm gonna go with Killmonger. Just they did so much with that character. Yeah. They he had a really believable arc. I would say out of all of the Marvel villains, his motivation was the best. I mean, or maybe at least the most relatable. I'll argue that in a minute, but yeah, it is really you're, good. You're gonna say Vulture, right? No, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it just, I mean, as as a, as Christine, I said earlier, just Black Panther touched on some really powerful subject matter and subject matter that I'm particularly close to living in the U.S. right now and living in a city where I believe uh, there are more black folks than white people in Atlanta. And so it's in the state for sure, probably. But like, I don't know what the city itself. You'd have to check. You would have to check the demographics on that. Yeah, yeah it's been a while since that, but I'm pretty sure that uh, just overall metro Atlanta area. Anyways, it's fine. But yeah, so I mean, I was just super happy with Killmonger. Fucking Michael B. Jordan just knocked the performance out oh, of the park. So good. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah he commanded that fucking character. Like he had mm-hmm. so much presence. You should shout out fucking Atlanta too, because like all these movies oh, yeah. are being shot there right now. Like everything's getting shot in Atlanta. A lot of them, yeah. If not, if not the primary photography, then a lot of the second unit yeah. stuff is for sure. Well, they're using that big that big uh, Pinewood soundstage that's down yep. there, right? All the time for everything. It's so fucking cool. Yep, down in down in Forsyth. If you guys ever come visit, I'll I'll come take you. And not that I can like get you in, but we can drive past it. <laughs> we can drive past hey, it. Hey, Star Wars is happening in there, and maybe no, probably not James Bond. James Bond, I think they mostly do in the UK. They use that in England, but they're, they're They'd be doing. I bet you they got one of the sound stages reserved for Infinity War, like whatever right. Avengers or episode War is. nine. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely episode nine. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, in terms of uh, honorable mentions for me, Ultron would definitely be one. I again, mm-hmm. I love Spader as Ultron, uh, and I struggle to call him a villain, but um, because he's kind of maybe an anti-hero or goes back and forth. But uh, Winter Soldier was a really compelling. Uh, quote-unquote villain for me too yeah sebastian stan would be pissed at you but he doesn't consider him a villain i don't either technically no, and but, it's yeah it's tough to say i mean he he was definitely framed as a villain in winter soldier in particular less yes. so in the follow-up yes. movies yeah so intimidating too but, true yeah. but i mean ultimately the villain in that cool. movie is the the you know is hydra and the the robert yeah. redford character i can't remember his name but that was a solid Spears? Was just Pierce. A solid uh, Pierce. yeah pierce pierce alex yeah, pierce yeah. alexander yeah. pierce Okay, so my favorite villain, like it is Vulture. I think Vulture's my favorite personally. I Michael Keaton crushes it, and I love his like his whole backstory and stuff like that. Like just trying to provide for his family in a really fucked up situation, like worked one hundred percent for me. That scene in the car is like the most tense I've been yeah, in the movie that theater I, really that I can amazing. remember. Still, it's just he was terrifying in that scene. I'm a thirty six year old fucking six foot five man, and I was like, I am just shitting, just like, shitting your bed. Terrified of him. Especially when he pulls the gun out, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, and just and so casually and confidently, oh, so good, yeah. so good. Like, absolutely, Killmonger is probably objectively the best villain. Like, acted superbly, super well written, super relatable. Like, you understand why he's doing it. I just really like Michael Keaton's performance in that. I also yeah. completely agree with Ultron is fantastic. I also want to kind of like it's a super like low honorable mention, but Zemo in Civil War accomplished everything he set out to accomplish even if he wasn't the main character or like a, a very yeah. particular character. And I really like, yeah, he did a really good job. Like he actually accomplished what he wanted to, which most of these villains really don't. And like that little cell phone reveal where he keeps listening to the same voicemail. And that's how they kind of tell you that his find family out. had died yeah. in Sokovia. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That was really well done. So I agree. That was a really good, 
really good character moment for him. It's interesting how they've gotten better, like in phase three, like because all of our villains, except for Ultron, which is mm-hmm. a late phase two villain, they've gotten better with the villains because that was the big point of contention early on with the series was like these villains, like aside from Loki, these villains kind of suck. And you so. know what? I think- uh, no, I I really liked uh, War. I loved uh, Obadiah Thane. Uh, I really liked Warmonger. I thought he was pretty good. And uh, oh, Ironmonger. And I I thought uh, Ironmonger. Yeah, and uh, and Red Skull. Red Skull was good. Red, yeah, I I need him to come back. Like I really want Hugo Weaving and the Red Skull to come back. Like post Infinity War, it's gonna be weird because I feel like they're gonna kill Cap. But like. I would be really cool to see Hugo Weaving do that yeah. again because he was like way over the top, but awesome at it. So yeah. Hugo Weaving is really good at that, like chew the scenery kind of villain. So yeah, It'd be but cool all to see him back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've gotten. I would say Phase Two had the best villains. I uh, Phase Three so far. I mean, I guess we'll see how Infinity War does. I can't see. Well, what else is Phase? No, phase, there's no way Phase Two had the best villains. What are you talking yeah, about, what? man? Everything. Oh, so I guess that was that was Malekith, of, That was Ronan. End of Avengers. That like, was Mandarin. Yeah, yeah it was all garbage. <laughs> like almost, almost all garbage. Even uh, Ant Man is technically the end of Phase Two, for, according yeah. to Kevin Feige, and that's just like he may as well. Just, it may as well just been Iron Monger. Like it was. They're all the same, with the exception of Ultron. The villains in Phase Two suck. Yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of like, hey, here's a twisted ver- or dark version of the hero for. Our- yeah, that was more the original set of movies. The second <laughs> set is just like, well, Yellow Fox- Jacket was definitely that. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. But like, I'm talking like when they did the sequels to the big guys, it was like the Dark Elves. Like, who the fuck cares about the Dark <laughs> <Yeah>. Elves? <laughs> and then like, shitty guy Pierce and like drunk Ben Kingsley. Like, I'm all for Ben Kingsley, <laughs> but like, Jesus, that was a weird. Cho- that was a weird choice. And then, uh, oh, okay. To be fair. Winter Soldier is that is the cap yeah. one in there. So I mean, yeah. I'll give them that one because that's my favorite out of all the movies anyway. And Robert Redford fucking crushes that it movie. Really does. So. And I will mm-hmm. agree. I think over time, I'll I'll like uh, Killmonger more and more as a villain for Black Panther, just because I I've only seen it the one time, and I found him to be extremely like he was really 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 good. But by the end, I didn't think of him really as a villain. Yeah, but well, like that's the best villains, right? Is the true. ones where yeah. you can really, you can really em- uh, empathize or sympathize with them, kind it's of just, thing. And, yeah, it's funny. He never yeah. even crossed my mind to consider as a villain because you know what? I think I might agree with you, Tim. But he's one of the best. But yeah, we agree with both of us. He's my number. Yeah, two. yeah you know. <laughs> like, I just, I just picked Michael Keaton because I knew Tim was going to pick Killmonger. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm right, guys. It's okay. You can say, yeah. you can say yeah. it. That's fine. Yeah, Tim, you're, you're white. You're white. It's okay. We love you. We still love you. Buddy. <laughs> Let's move along mm-hmm. then favorite supporting cast now here's i put a caveat on this where it's either the cast or characters because i feel like there's some of them where it's like the group of them is what is awesome and then there's like the one support character that maybe really oh, cool. i want to okay. shout out so let's start with christy tim i know you're probably gonna want to think about that for a second i got two again um okay. jarvis and nice Good and call. uh groot yeah really I wouldn't consider. Uh, I guess you can yeah, consider Groot's, him a supporting a secondary character. Yeah. He doesn't really have like a yeah. Groot's a secondary character who, in his, in my mind, the secondary characters are the ones who you they stick with you because they have an emotional sacrifice, but they're not the they're a plot device as much as they are a full character. Do you know what I mean? He's pretty like he is characterized pretty well considering he has like exactly three words that he can say over and yeah. over again. But it is. Yeah, he's definitely. I, I agree with you that he's definitely supportive. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's not a. I, I love him, but he's not a leading character. He has moments of leading character, kind of like 
savvy. Stuff. Like when he saves them yeah. all and becomes like the tree. And then becomes, and then baby, becomes baby group. Baby group. Where they, uh, dies no, and and dies. Because yeah. he does die. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah James Gunn came right out and said, yeah, Groot's dead. This is son of Groot. Oh, is it? Yeah. They really... That is one of those things that they did not do a good job of spelling out to you. Like, I know he said it a million times. I knew that going in, but there was a lot of people who were like, oh, I really like the group kind of came back as baby group. I'm like, uh, uh that's, that's, that's sorry to, yeah. sorry to break what? it to you. Group fucking died. Oh, Christy is one of those people. Oh, Groot died at the end of Guardians. What? And that is like, that is just like, his like baby. an offshoot. Yeah. Yeah. Basically a, a clone baby. He doesn't have any of Groot's memories and it's a completely different what? body. Yep. Original Groot not- died at the end of. Oh, shit. Guardians. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it's in the DVD commentary what? on the fucking Blu-ray. So no <laughs> he talks about it. No wonder it's it's so powerful when he gives up at the end and he like sacrifices. Yeah. Oh frick! I didn't know that. That's yeah, why it's such a big deal. Losing his shit and crying, yeah. and because that's totally like a James Gunn thing. Like he hates it when you kill characters and there's no like it. It, it means yeah, nothing. Not like final. he hates that comic book trope. But like that was his way of doing it finally and still kind of getting around it. Like it's it's Groot's kid. Huh. You know what I mean? Like it's the seed thing. Or that makes or sense. That yeah. makes sense. Though his personality is yeah. re- remarkably similar, so I can see why people. Well, I mean, they're, they're both what, quote unquote Groot's personality. personality yeah. yeah, they're both trees. So like, <laughs> what personality? They have personality. Come on. Sure. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Absolutely. that's well. Look, you learn something new every day. But those would be, and then um, Jarvis, because I mean, obviously Jarvis was amazing. Yeah, I love I love Paul Bettany snarking. Yeah. I like him and like Robert Downey Jr. I wonder know if he was on set when they were doing that. Just so yeah, they, they could, had a lot of good just forth. busting each other's balls yeah. forever. Like he has some good fucking zingers on Tony yeah. in some of the, especially in the Iron Man movies. Well, he was the best so. in the Iron Man movies. Like I, I yeah. mean, when he became Vision, I like. Yeah, I like him as Vision, but I I really loved Jarvis as a supporting character. Yeah, like I thought. Yeah, that's a good one. I, w- I wouldn't have ever even thought of that, but that's a good, it's a good yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Tim? I've got to go. I, th- I think I've got to go Peggy Carter uh, for my favorite. Good. Oh, nice. Like, and, and I, full disclosure, I mean, this is branching out into the, the TV shows as well, but she was so good on that show as well. I wish it had gotten yeah. more than two seasons. But even, even if you do take just the movies, her presence was so good. Such an amazing character. So well written. So well acted. Yeah, I I really easy like on the eyes, the whole bit. Yeah, easy on the eyes. Yeah. Damn, Haley Atwell. Especially especially when she's all old and decrepit. Yeah, wow. yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> People age, things happen. And uh, but yeah, and that was maybe one of the biggest emotional moments for me too. Was was Cap um, having to leave her and then missing their date and then you know having to go back <sighs> later on and fucking like, Alzheimer's scene and uh, barely remembering him and that was fucking heartbreaking winter soldier yeah that scene where he like when she she drops out and then comes back and it's like oh my god you came oh, back yeah. and starts crying again yeah. i was like oh fuck that's that sucks like that's yeah. harsh so yeah my, that's a good uh, point to think about her I, I feel like an idiot now so. <laughs> my uh my honorable mentions uh we already talked about phil colson uh, but I love just how they use that character to bring the avengers together and then to motivate them when he gets quote unquote mm-hmm. killed I mean, I guess if you're going to consider Phil Coulson a supporting character, you've got to consider Nick Fury a supporting character as well. And yeah. they used him to really good yeah, effect. Nick Fury's one of my, on mine. <laughs> Nick Fury is probably my actual pick out of everybody, just because Sam Jackson is Sam Jackson. And I like, I've always like, I like the spy side of shit. So like, I'm into S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that kind of stuff. Also, 
I know she's because she hasn't had her own movie. Uh, this is where I put Black Widow kind of thing because she hasn't actually. Yeah, I would consider her a lead character in the Avengers. Yes, but she's a support in like all the yeah. Captain America movies now. <laughs> like she's almost and, and Iron Man. Yeah, movie. well, at least the second one. Yeah, but she's definitely like she's mm-hmm. almost Steve's number two in Winter Soldier and in Civil War in a lot of ways. So yeah, I like her a lot. I like I for me this for the cast in specific. I love the the three like Tony Pepper and Happy when they're just like. Yeah. sniping at each other especially in iron man 2 when you throw yeah bickering back and forth yeah and, when you throw natalia yeah. into the mix or natasha into the mix in iron man 2 it gets really like there's so it, there's just so many angles mm. to all that it's super fun to watch them play that support like i have a lot of support characters like i consider kind of consider winter soldier a support character even though he's the titular character of that movie he's in it for like 10 minutes but makes a huge impact and is super cool in that one and is also super cool in civil war and just continues to be awesome in all these movies. I'm expecting him to do cool things in infinity war and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Nick Fury. Yes. It's not necessarily, they're my favorites, but I really need to see a scene of Korg and, uh, is it Louise from Ant-Man together? Like the, the motor, Louise? the motormouth guy, like the, Oh, uh, Louise. Yeah. Louise. Yeah. 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 Him and Korg need to like talk for like, I just need to like a minute yeah. of them talking together. I don't know how you get Korg onto Earth. Well, he's or he's Louise on, into space. He's on the ship. So when like the the Asgardian yeah, but we ship don't know that Earth, that ship makes it. Well, they're true. gonna get to Earth eventually. Come on, true, man. true. So when he gets there, I need that scene. I need it to happen so much. Also, I think Korg would be a good. I think Korg should end up on on Guardians. I think she should be a member of the Guardians that, of the Galaxy. That would be cool. Be great. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'd be all for that. Korg and the little bug guy too. Uh, Meek. Yeah. No, you're not dead. You're not dead. Meek. Meek's dead. (laughs) The Meek's dead bit was still like the funniest. That that stuff coming out of your. Is that stuff coming out of your. He was just great because. Yeah. Is that eggs of poop? Taka made him good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad he's like, apparently he's doing, he's done scenes for the movie. I've, I've heard rumors that like he's actually like done mocap and like voiceover stuff. So Korg's in there. Apparently maybe he's probably just like a one-off thing. So I got it wrong. Taika. I don't know why I said Taka. Taika. Yeah. Chrissy, have you seen the, uh, the on a lot of the DVDs, they have uh, sort of intros like to the movies in terms of like, uh, you know, just like a director being like, this is the movie. This is what I set out to do. Enjoy kind of thing. Oh, I haven't seen Taika Watiti's. Yeah. Taika Watiti did one for Thor Ragnarok, which is suitably just fucking bizarre and crazy. So definitely go look that up. It's on the Blu-rays, but uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube or something too. I just, I literally just bought the Thor Ragnarok and Justice League Blu-rays this week so that I could like finish, like wrap up my whatever's still out there kind of thing collection. So I, I knew that was on there. I'm glad you didn't spoil too much of it for me because I'm really it's, excited to hear like how bananas. insane he gets. On that. I <laughs> love that. Awesome. And that's one thing I love about him. That he's cuckoo bananas and I'm so down. Yeah. I, I just, uh, I love him so much. Yeah. But Mark, Mark, if we're if yeah. I, I've thought about cast for me, supporting cast, um, I'd have to give it to Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, what they did with uh, with yep. Ned and with uh, and I mean, you've got uh, what Karen, the yep. suit girl, Jennifer Connelly, yep, and uh, and May, yep. Marissa Ravino. They did such yep. a good job with uh, with and and uh, MJ. Uh, what what's her name? Zed something. Oh, shut. Yeah, we're not we're not the Disney Channel generation here. Yeah, no, Zendaya. Not at all. Zendaya, Zendaya, that's it. I yeah. knew there was a Z in there somewhere, but I don't know. I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. Uh, yeah, actually, I had written down the Spider Man. Uh, well, actually, I'd written down Mira Sorvino and um, Aunt May and uh, not Genki Ned, like those they two were in great particular because they were awesome. And I did like guy in the chair. 
yeah guy the chair like that, that <laughs> so i'm super excited what, to like what are you doing in here that. there's a dance going on what watching porn yeah so good <laughs> so good yeah I'm, I, that's the one i'm like the, like I'm, I'm looking at what i have to go forward to like after civil war and that's the movie i'm the most excited to rewatch again yeah. i mean aside from like ragnarok and black panther which i haven't seen a well, black i mean ragnarok i've watched like 28 times now but <laughs> so that's fine but spider-man is one i'm definitely like super looking forward to getting back into i think my next one's guardians 2 and i'm just like oh fuck i don't want to sit through that again but yeah. i'm gonna do it so fuck it guardians 2 was fun but disappointing <laughs> it had great yeah. character moments it just the yeah. plot itself it just, it just wasn't yeah. well written yeah yeah all right this is the most important question, I think, that I sent you guys. What is your favorite Stan Lee cameo? <laughs> I had some trouble with this one. I did not. I could pick mine really easily. Look at Mark's face. <laughs> Tony Stank? Just, Come on! No, that's my favorite. It's Tony Stank. Okay. That's my favorite. That's not mine. Not mine either, that's actually. Not mine either. Tony Stank is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite one. My favorite one actually Tony is Tony Stank is really good. <laughs> I, I just and I love that Rhodes just picks up on. It. He's like, "Thank you for that." Yep. That is yes. like, this oh, is Tony obvious, Stank. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Rhodes so needed that right at that moment too. And like, I think honestly, I think the audience needed it at that moment too. Like that movie's so fucking heavy, heavy that yeah. getting that like getting that little like Tony Stank thing and just like oh <laughs> uh, Dodge Cheadle and uh, RDJ's faces when he says it, like yeah. they're both just like so fucking perfect like the the dis like the disenfranchisement in <laughs> rdj's face when he says he's like fuck because he knows Rhodes is just gonna be like yep yeah. Tony Stank. thank you for that it's <laughs> never ever not being tony stank ever again yeah. but the reason i like he was the earnestness of this like old courier man who's just like are you tony, tony stank tony stank uh, stanley really is the best cameo artist ever i love stanley so much <laughs> but the reason I had trouble with it is because there were so many good ones. Yeah. I actually had a hard time, like, it's because, like, like I said, my my real one is Deadpool. I love that, like, they just had him in a strip club, like DJing and oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that was hysterical to me. I, that doesn't count. It's not MCU. But it doesn't count. No, it's not MCU. So I do have an MCU one. But Tim, I want to hear yours first. My favorite is the Avengers cameo where he's playing the veteran at the party that Tony's having. Oh, in two? Yeah, that's on my list. Yeah, yeah, the Avengers 2 cameo. Yeah, and then they uh, start drinking, what is it, uh, Thor's like crazy super Asgardian firewater or whatever. And uh, then he has to get like carried out. They're all like, yeah, we can handle it. You know, we're, we're, you know, we're big, big, strong veterans or whatever. And then then they all get carried out because they're, and he's like rambling and I can't remember what it is he says, but yeah, that's my favorite one. He says Excelsior. He says Excelsior. He, he does. Excelsior. He, does. Yeah. he wanders and he says Excelsior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So funny. All right. Good pull. Good. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. Mine. That's. Those are both like my honorable mentions. Really. I picked the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 one, which is the only shout out I will probably give oh, Guardians of the Galaxy watcher. 2. Because oh, he is a watcher. watcher. Yeah. And it, it just made so much sense for the character that he's involved with them and stuff like that and just turning up all over the place. I love... Because that was the rumor. Like As soon as they started doing the cameos in every movie, it's like, oh, he must be a watcher or something like that eventually. And then they having do, like doing that in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, even if they never follow up on it, and it's, I'm like, that's it's awesome. It's just such a great... And it's just such a great legacy Absolutely. for him to have in those movies as well, right? It's just oh. a, you know have have this like man that uh, is responsible for at least 50% of these characters, if not more kind of thing 
be be you know either directly or indirectly be the one that is sort of overseeing everything you know just watching from a distance kind of thing it's his like real life yeah, yeah. it is really like that's yeah. he created all this stuff so like it's i don't know i love yeah. that they get him into all these movies i'm super excited because i think he's got he's got at least a, one more like in avengers uh in the next avengers so mm-hmm. um I, that i know is already shot i'm hoping they can get him into that last one whatever so but that was that was part We're of shooting now yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the way, the way his like things are going with his like life and legal situation, I'm like, I don't know what to expect from Stan at this point. So yeah, I mean, at the very least, I think we're you know going to keep getting like homages to him, even if it's yeah. just sort of in spirit rather than uh, uh, in person. Yeah, but I like that they gave him the legacy of the Watcher. I think that that was it was a beautiful little moment for all the comic nerds out there who were like, yes. Mm-hmm. Stan, uh, Stan. <laughs> but yeah. Wait, who? Uh, I was just yelling. It's a who? South Park reference. Who? who? <laughs> Moving on. What? Did I miss a joke? I think we both missed a joke. I just wanted to keep having Christy just yell Stan. <laughs> no, but Stan. Yeah. Nice. So good. So good. All right. Just let that hang. Now we're uh, we're kind of into like. Your part of your questions there, Tim. So where do we want to go? Do we want to go? You're you're hosting this uh, the shindig. So I know, you take I'm it where just go wherever I want. All right. So my next question was, what series do you want more of? Like which, if especially, I think now that we're kind of, it's like the other the big three, especially, are kind of moving on. Are there any of them that you would want to stick around and get more movies from? Like, do you want an Iron Man four or anything like that? Like more Captain America, another Thor sequel. Now that they finally figured out how to do one, that's amazing. <laughs> I want a Mark Ruffalo Hulk. That's mine too. That's my top top uh, mm-hmm. desire as well. I know that the rights are prohibitive of it right now, but that is what I want. I mean, it would obviously have to be a decent villain, and that's the Hulk's big issue is he doesn't have great villains. But I think in the MCU, I mean, you, must, you don't even need to have Ross do a Red Hulk. Well, imagine if they made a She Hulk villain. I know that's not canon. But no, she Hulk. Well, I mean, yeah. she Hulk's tied up in a weird rights thing too with Universal, from what I understand. Her and Namor are really fucked up at Universal for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think actually but, doing like, see, my problem with doing the Red Hulk is that it. I mean, aside from it being personal because it's Ross, I would want them to get to the point where both the Hulk and the Red Hulk are like maintain their original personalities when they're in Hulk. Yeah. So that at least it's like an actual personal fight as opposed to yeah, Banner Banner Hulk, not Hulk Hulk. Yeah, as opposed to because other, yeah. otherwise it's just like these two guys hate each other, turn into their giant rage monster alter egos, and then they're, they're just gonna Smell. and then they're just gonna fight because they're just giant rage monsters that are gonna fight. That's not super interesting. But if like their actual no. intelligences are still there when they turn into giant rage monsters, she could get real that, ugly real fast. Yeah, and that, that makes a cool. lot more compelling story. Yeah, absolutely. So well, that's that's why like I liked where he could go in Ragnarok. I thought that they took some cool strides. That was part of the reason I liked yeah. it so much was that Hulk finally we saw an intel a somewhat intelligent Hulk, like the Hulk as he is meant to be seen. It's interesting watching his the the, the actual Hulk like uh, arc over the course of the movies, as he does get more and more like responsive to language and like learning and all that kind of stuff. To the point where like Ragnarok, he's like. I mean, he still sounds kind of like a child or whatever, but he is able to have like a cohesive conversation and like he's living his life. Well, he's still got Banner in there. Yeah, but he's still like living his life and stuff like that. Whereas like in the first, like, I mean, in the fucking Edward Norton movie, he's just like a rage monster. There's not a lot of personality there. Like he talks, 
think he says mm. one thing the whole movie. But then like in Avengers and then especially in Ultron and then going into Ragnarok, it's like, oh, they really did a lot of work to make the Hulk itself actually have a personality and be a little bit more human. So I think that that's pretty cool. And yes, I agree. I would love to see a Mark Ruffalo Hulk movie. I don't know if it's ever happened. I think he's a fantastic but the part that I don't understand with how they're making they're giving the Hulk more personality is in Ragnarok in particular, you've got Banner starting to like be concerned. Oh, if I turn into the Hulk, I'm never going to turn back or there's a possibility I might never become Banner again. Yeah. Cause he was like the Hulk for what? Like two, two years. years or some shit like that. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't really, I mean, I guess maybe if it's just that the Hulk personality is becoming more dominant, powerful or dominant or, or conscious or whatever you want to call it. But it, you know, if, it seems more like it would be more of an issue if the Hulk was becoming more like savage and uncontrollable. That would be where you would have trouble getting back to Banner rather than getting a Hulk that's sort of more reasonable and more vocal and more. But I mean, it's well, it's comic books that, you know, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt. Kind of yeah, thing. it's weird. It's weird. You know what, though? I, I hear what you're saying. But at the same time, I think for Banner and at least with Mark Ruffalo's portrayal, it's not about Hulk being a monster anymore. It's that he doesn't have control of himself, of who he is. Can you imagine going to sleep against your own will and waking up two years later? Think of everything you would have missed. It's not so much about Hulk taking over. It's that Bruce ceases. Yeah, yeah no, and I get that. And I, I appreciate that. And I like that, that story point. Like, it's a good way to go with it. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I, but again, yes, I would absolutely love to see a Mark Ruffalo Hulk movie. I think he's done a lot of good things with that character and has has Hell, really captured yeah. that sort of duality. And I love, well, I mean, I think Edward Norton captured this as well. Like just the fear that he has about turning into the Hulk and what could happen at that point. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing that yeah. I think was kind of missing from the Ang Lee Hulk movie. There wasn't that same, granted, it's a long time since I've seen that. I have it. I should watch it again. It's been like, I don't think I saw it since 2003, like when it came out. That was Eric Bana, right? Yeah, it's garbage. I feel bad for him, though. He got kind of like, poor Eric Bana. He's a good actor, but he just doesn't get like good scripts. That Hulk movie really fucked him over, too. I think that that, that felt like a, like, um, remember like Tom Hardy did Nemesis and it almost killed his career? I feel like um, Eric Bana just hasn't had that resurgence that tom hardy was able to get I'm sure he's still doing just fine just as a side note yeah <laughs> oh i'm sure he's doing great he's in tons of shit like he always pops up and stuff as like a support or like uh he gets makes cast lists and stuff like mm. he still does work it's just he's never been huge he was projected to be this big hollywood like heartthrob and then the hulk yeah, it was, a lot of it was i, I always found him really a lot of it was too, just that so, the cd whatever. wasn't there and he just yeah yeah no, and the script wasn't was, great. Yeah. The script was dog shit in that movie. But that's not the Marvel movies we're oh. talking about right now. Um, but no, it's interesting talking about like all of them in relation to each other and stuff. Though, like, how, we just do a Hulk episode. Well, I just like talking about how like the MCU has done things differently, like how all those licensed movies were, and then like you get to see how like the real creators, like with people who really care about the characters, mm-hmm. treat them when they're invested and take the time to put like work into the scripts and like hire the right actors and put all this stuff together properly. It's like you get Ang Lee's Hulk when you do it, like just in the studio system. And then you get like the Ed Norton Hulk, which is a way better movie. Even if it's like bottom of all of our lists in the MCU, that's only because we're comparing it standing by faint praise or whatever you want to call it. Right. Like praising by faint damnation. 
praising by faint damnation well. <laughs> or whatever we do here. Whatever it is that Dance Robot Dance does, that's kind of what that movie is. Because that Hulk movie is like a, just a giant fucking garbage yeah, pile. That's so. like two out of ten kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's the kind of thing that makes me sad when I think about how good Ant-Man would have been had Edgar Wright been able to stay. You know? Yeah. 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 I don't regret I like Ant-Man enough that I oh, yeah. don't regret it. And there's enough of Edgar Wright's DNA in that. That's a weird way to phrase it. But still accurate there's some feel yeah yeah there's definitely some of him in that script still so mm-hmm. not the funniest part though because uh, the louise character actually was added by the by peyton reed so <laughs> there you go it's interesting to see like everybody gave him credit for that and i was like huh it's weird that it's peyton reed not the guy that everybody thinks did it but yeah you guys should all read who wrote the actual script <laughs> anyway <laughs> but yeah so we're talking series we want to see more of yeah, or even just like other characters you would like to see get their yeah. own thing, or like that kind of stuff. Like, just there's characters that are established that could probably lead their own movie. Like, is there anybody else you oh, yeah. want to see? Like, my pick in particular, I really want like a Black Widow, Hawkeye, Nick Fury centric like Shield movie. Yeah. Like, I know there's a TV that, show with Coulson and well. stuff. Yeah, but like, fuck that show. I don't care about that <laughs> fucking show. I want to see like the real super spies go to town, and I'd also like them to wait until the X Men show up so they can include Wolverine in that cast as well because there's a very long history that they probably won't be able to touch in the mcu but like in the 616 in the comic book universe because wolverine's so old he fought alongside captain america and black widow and the winter soldier in world war ii there's a long story about black widow using a lot of russian de-aging technology and stuff in the interim nick fury as well um so they're all in there kind of thing and i think that would be a really cool grouping to have especially if you can get like a version of cap in there somehow, whether it be Bucky being cap or Sam being cap or Chris Evans, just staying on miraculously and continuing to be cap or whatever. He will not. No, probably not, but you never know. Dump truck some money, dump truck some money. Always make yeah, the big difference. Money. Yeah, exactly. Never but, say never in Hollywood. <laughs> well, somebody, I dead. still like, th- I think the idea that like, we won't get to see an MC, I mean, I'm sure we will somehow, but like the, the thought that we won't get to see like uh, an MCU Wolverine fight, Captain America, like the claw versus the shields kind of like, I mean, I've, we kind of saw it with black Panther, but it's not, not the same kind of thing. So <laughs> anyway, you know, you want to see berserker rage versus, uh, Still, yeah ass. absolutely totally do <laughs> i still want i still want my wolverine versus hulk movie too like that's a movie like if hulk gets another solo movie that's the solo movie he should get is him and fucking whatever their wolverine ends up being just hacking into each other for two hours because i don't watch that <laughs> i know it's not i know it's not huge Jackman, christy and that upsets you i know but we're gonna get a new wolverine eventually so there you go yeah i know I was going to say, I, I agree with both of you guys. I want to see a Mark Ruffalo-led Hulk movie. I would love to see... I mean, I think I think that we could have a Black Widow solo yep. movie. I think we could have a Hawkeye solo movie, like the Matt Fraction stuff that I've heard so many amazing things about could make an amazing... Oh, okay. That's, that's a good pull. That would be a really... Yeah. I would almost want to see that as like a Netflix show, though, because it's really fucking weird and kind of quirky. I don't know how that would translate. Yeah. I mean, I guess after Ragnarok, you could pull it off. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah, fuck it. Do it as a movie. I'm in. It's a good run. You should read it. It's an excellent run. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones that's sort of been on my radar for years. But on top of those, Mark alluded to earlier, I'm I can't wait for more Tom Holland Spider Man too. Yeah, yeah. Out of out of the nice. existing franchises, that's the one that I'm most excited for the future of. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for the future of that Spider Man franchise. Now, um, I would love to get more like Iron Man movies. I just love RDJ so much that like I just want him to keep playing the character. 
but I know like he's probably bored or whatever, not going to happen, but I would love to at least have one more Iron Man movie. I, I would, as long as it, they, they could find a better villain for him yep. than what they've pulled in the last yeah. few movies. That's that's, they have the better villain now though. Mm. Cause you can use Dr. Doom. Mm. So I'm all in on a Dr. Doom, Tony Stark, like battle of the wills before, like they get into it with the fantastic four thing. So yeah, yeah. that's hardcore Marvel comic nerd Mark talking though. Like that's a, a <laughs> just one of those Dr. Doom being available kind of now, like at least being able to be thought about as part of the MCU is just very exciting. So there's that. Uh, are we, are we doing the, are these, is this question also like um, characters that haven't been tackled that you would think would be cool in a movie? We can do that next if you okay, want. Cool. So yeah, what Christy said. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I thought that that was kind of what we were doing now. Yep. It felt way ish. Now, I think you guys are going to mock me because I for this poll because I haven't technically witnessed this character, but I would really love to see a standalone movie after doing some research of X23. I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later, to be perfectly honest with you, especially yeah. like bouncing into the MCU and stuff like that. I think that's a character yeah. that's going to get pulled across very quickly. I think she would be a very cool standalone female um led movie. Yeah, I mean, with how well Logan did, I think that, yeah, that's really likely that we're going to get a, like, Nick's Laura X-23 story. Yeah. yeah. I think they're just probably waiting for that actress to age up into, like, a teen role where she can work full-time kind of thing. And then that will probably happen as soon as she's, like, I don't know, how long do you have to be to work full-time? Maybe, maybe two years from now or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think she was, what, like, nine or ten? Yeah, I think you get her to like 13, so, 14 I mean, and then like yeah. put her put her in that like young, the young Wolverine kind of like young X-Men role. I think that would be mm-hmm. perfect. So, yeah, I just think she'd be. Yeah, she's I've done a lot of research on her and she seems like a really powerful character to have a film based around. Yeah, like I could see it, you know, potentially being a TV show or whatever, but I think she'd be an effective film. Yeah. And her first appearance is valuable as fuck. I have that first appearance actually, because it was yeah, in uh, was like Nick, Nick's number one. Yeah, it's NYX number one. Yeah, I have. The, I actually have that whole I, run. I've got my. I, I'm actually pricing comics right now while we record. So let me let me oh. check. See see how much see how much that little bad boy's worth yeah. there for you, Mark. I have that full run. Well, I like that. That was a good book, NYX actually. Or at least I have the that's... the full run until the creative team changed or something like that. So number three is the first appearance of X twenty three. A near mint copy is worth. $350. I might have to sell that fucking book. Really? Is it worth that much to sell it? And never that's only seen a 15 year old book. Uh, I could just comiXology it for like two bucks if I want to reread it. Yeah, yeah. true. And then like the printing just, the, uh, it's, just the sitting, second, it's sitting in a lockbox behind me. Second appearance, which is number four, is still worth like 45 mm-hmm. yeah. I could sell both those. That's my Xbox One X right there. Boom. <laughs> nice. And that's raw, not graded, so. Yeah, hmm. I should send it in to get graded. It'd probably be worth like a grand. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but that's mine. There you go. All right, Tim. I mean, out of all the characters that haven't been mentioned or featured in some way, the only one, and again, this is the rights issue, is Namor, uh, is the real big like Marvel gun that we yeah. haven't seen yet. And I understand. I mean, yeah, there's the rights issue. There's also the fact that we got a fucking Aquaman movie coming out this year. But yeah, that's the only character I can really think of that hasn't been handled on TV or film in some way. I feel like it would have to be movie just because for all the underwater stuff, you'd have to have the budget on like a big movie. Rather, I don't feel like a TV show could handle that in an underwater budget. 
I feel like he will be introduced in the sequel to my pick, which is the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like, I think he'll be the villain because he's uh, got a long storied history with the Fantastic Four. So I think, I think once they get a chance to finally, and like, I'm excited for the X-Men, don't get me wrong, like new Wolverine, all that kind of stuff sounds really cool to me. But like the idea of them being able to like get the first family into the MCU and like, and not even just because I want the Fantastic the first Four. first family is the Richards listeners. Yes, sorry. Reed and I Sue. I was talking about Franklin. it in context, you fucking prick. <laughs> but yeah, like that. But that also brings in all the cosmic villains into play too. Because like all the rights. Galactus are, and Silver well, Surfer. Galactus, or, Silver Surfer, obviously. We'll get back to Doom. But like. The Beyonder and. Annihilus, the Beyonder. Who else is there? There was another one I wrote down. I'm trying to remember now. Kang. Kang, that's it. Yeah, thank you, Kang. It's like all wow. I just I just outpulled the Marvel zombie. You outpulled me. Thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm I'm just like so locked into the idea of Doctor Doom being like a big overarching villain for the entire MCU, like especially the Earthbound MCU. Like that. Just I know you guys aren't as big a Marvel nerd as I am, so me getting super excited about this is lost on you. But like Doctor Doom being able to be used in the in that tied together cinematic universe is just like mind oh yeah we, for me. we could get a secret wars which would be could exactly. be really cool like you can do all kinds of cool shit with doom so yeah. like super Except like is dead now and that's he's pretty crucial to secret wars nobody needs to stay dead in comic book land tim come on man <laughs> he can come back he only got shot i don't know claus claus corpse got like dragged across the world to wakanda oh that's <laughs> right that's right oh i forgot about that i thought he just shot him and left him there he's right to drag him over <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> awesome. The only the one I want to close off with, though, I think I, Tim asked it, but I think it's one that I want to talk about. What is your favorite title, like either opening or closing title sequence? Like those little After Effects CGI I fuckathons. <laughs> hmm. I didn't see that on the. I may have, I, I may have added this after the fact. I can't no, remember. No, it, it was it was one was of the ones that I posted. Okay, it was yeah. probably just Chrissy wasn't ke- keeping up with the chat because yeah. we posted yeah. a bunch of Sorry. shit. Well, we're also like <laughs> But I, prepped, I, I did so much prep. You did, guys. No, you did. It's awesome, but it's just like I, admittedly Tim and I like especially as I'm watching the Marvel we, movies we again, back and we've been, forth a lot. And like we've been in our oh, own okay. channel too, which is kind of like so there's a lot of chatting. You're printing your own and ours talking yeah. that much. Oh yeah. Oh, well, it's like it's hyped oh, right, right now. We both just watched all these movies again. We're like a week away from Infinity War. We're both super excited for this shit. And like, yep. I don't have anybody else to talk to about this because Paul's in a different fucking side of the world. So it's <laughs> different. Yeah. Like the negative time zone, the anti time zone. To yeah, but you don't check your messages. You check your messages like twice a day. Tim always replies when I send him a fucking text. So. I I've I've been trying. I just it's just been since ironically since I started working as a social media coordinator. I, I just say, don't look for somebody who's a social media coordinator. You don't check your messages very well. <laughs> Looking at the the business one, I'm, the I'm just busting your balls. <laughs> yeah, it's just because when I get when I get into working in Facebook at like home. I just, I mean, at, at work, I just don't even think about Facebook and the like my own you're, Facebook because like, I'm you're, on Facebook. Your Christy World Facebook kind of thing? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. Do you have an idea of a, of a title sequence? Are you looking at them? I can see you scrolling through shit. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Uh, you do that. Just go Tim? and see your pants. For me, it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume two or volume one? Volume one, because that just set the tone for that movie perfectly. Like, it starts out kind of serious, where Quinn's like kind of doing this Indiana Jones situation. Yeah. And then. Very dark, too, eh? Like, it looks really dark. Yeah, so. exactly. And then, and he, then put, he starts dancing. Yeah, he puts on the headphones and you get the, I can't remember. I think it's like Barry White or some shit that he starts like dancing to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
maybe not. It's like Luther Vandross, Barry White, like that kind of style. Of music. Yeah, it's very soul like dance music. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and then you get like that big old like uh, title like that just comes up over it. And then he's with on like the wide shot and he's dancing across the screen. And oh, yeah, so good. that that and that just perfectly encapsulated that movie. Like you're in this big, like grandiose, universal cosmic story with these fucking ridiculous ass characters that just somehow yeah. pull pull the shit out of their ass every time. Yeah, absolutely. True. Have you picked one yet, Christy? Yeah, I think I have my favorite. I don't know if it's like, I don't know, hardcore favorite, but uh, the Thor Ragnarok intro, I did yeah, I, love a lot. Which one was the, the intro to Ragnarok? Remember when he's like in the oh, cage? Oh, yeah. With uh, Cerner and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah okay. And then he rolls down and he's doing the spin. Yeah. Okay. And he's yeah. like, I'll, oh, I'll wait, be right back wait, around. That. That shit right almost back. killed me in the theater. I was like, what are they doing? This is hysterical. I love this so much. That that was the and first point that, where I was like, yeah. wait, this is a little too much. Really? All right. Oh, no, I loved it. I thought it was so fun. And you know what? It's because it set an obnoxious tone. Yeah. Which yeah. needed to happen. Yeah. And in my opinion, like that was so foreign to Thor that it caught me off guard in a really good way. Oh, absolutely. I feel like Thor totally needed that movie. Like, regardless, I know, like, Tim, you hated it. And, like, I didn't and I hate it. it. Like, I still I, enjoyed I, it. I guess. Okay, sorry. But I'm just saying, like, you bragged about it a lot more than we did. <laughs> but, like, I, I, the, the first, especially after Thor 2, that movie fucking needed to be It needed totally revitalization. Different. And like I agree, I will agree with that. It needed it. Every needed time I watch it, I laugh at something. I'm like, this is so fucking well made. I don't understand. And it's still a good movie. Yeah. Part of the reason I liked it so much too was because I just, you know, I'd watch what we do in the shadows and I was mm-hmm. and, you know, the wilder uh wilder people. And I was just like, Yes, this is Taika. Is mm-hmm. this what I'm going to be seeing for this movie? Amazing. Because really, that was one of the one of the more ridiculous parts of that movie. I'd say, yeah, like it was one of the more like obnoxious, irreverent. again, enthusiastically irreverent yeah. humor points. Yeah. But also, the effects of it worked so well. Like just to open and like have that ah, yeah. like just it was so it was funny, but then it was just so like yes. <laughs> I just went deaf, listeners. Yeah, me too. But I feel like they must have paid uh, that. That movie's opening fucking weekend probably went to Led Zeppelin too, like (laughs) all that money just to license that one song. It was worth it. Yeah, they all look at their bank accounts. They're like, absolutely. Oh Oh, god, I can't imagine how much richer Jimmy Page and Robert Plant are now because of that fucking uh, that song getting used in a giant movie like that. Yeah, it was like listen to. It had the one of the biggest spikes in Spotify. Oh yeah, it was it was like number one on Spotify that whole weekend or something like that. Yeah. It was crazy. It's pretty funny. But that just like and Marvel doesn't usually use songs like that. Uh, you know, in its opening well, sequences. Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man. 2. Yeah, Guardians. Yeah, but like in the opening sequence, it's a bit foreign. I don't you know. know what I mean. I think Iron Man Two also does the big ACDC like him jumping off the plane yeah. shit. So like, yeah, that, that, okay, that's fair. Yeah. But that's like three movies out of eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to. I, I just watched them. I should know better. Yeah. But either, yeah, yeah, for cold open, yeah, absolutely. And to be fair, that's that's, what that's the best one I think out of the bunch. Like, yes, that's amazing. So and Guardians, I think the Guardians cold open. The second one was pretty fun with Groot just dancing, yeah. like Baby Groot just I do going. Like that. that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Nice. 
mine aren't the opening things. I was talking about those, like the the After Effects kind of like like main credit sequences kind of thing after the fact. So what I was talking about is like at the end of Spider-Man after she finds out that he's Spider-Man and then it cuts to like the the super frenetic like uh, kind of messy like credit stuff that they do in between like the end of the movie and like the Mm -hmm. real credits kind of thing that they usually have a stinger at the end of it. That's what I was talking about. Oh, I I don't either way. The two that I picked were the Spidey one, obviously the homecoming one, because it's awesome. And like, just kind of like super like high school, grungy, goofy and kind of weird and stuff like that. And there's all these little like, like almost like ballpoint pen drawings of Spider-Man and shit and like all that kind of stuff. And it's also like, it's the Ramones, which obviously amazing. So that's great. Isn't it? Yeah, the Creek Bop is the the song they use for that one. Um, my my True. my my actual favorite. Um, and this is just like me being like design nerd. Like this is the design nerd wet dream. Is the that interstitial kind of credit sequence for Winter Soldier, where it's all that high contrast three D silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And kind of a move to eventually they start to kind of homage some of the classic Jim Steranko shield art in there too. And it's just like I I remember I, every time I watch it, I'm just like fuck. I'm not that good yet. I gotta get that good. That's how good I gotta be. I gotta be that good. Like just so well designed, so cool, so awesome. All right, we are gonna have a nice like 90 minute episode after I edit the shit out of this. So that's pretty cool. Wow, well done. Yeah, I think we so. never get we we'll okay. never get these tight episodes. Thank you for making it make it tight. Fucking millennials. <laughs> It's still an hour and a half. It's not like it's a short podcast. <laughs> Either way. All right, listeners, we are going to close out. We're going to put a pin in it right here, not to steal Kevin Smith's like smodcast bit, but we are going to put a pin in it for this episode. We're going to come back next week. Tim gave us a fuck ton of other <laughs> super fun questions that we're going to get into next week. I have to read them. Christy's going to have to go back and read them. I've already got another three pages of notes to get into, so it's going to be... I'm really excited about a no-prep two-week podcast. <laughs> yes. Three week, man. Yeah. Well, we got to review, so I got to write notes for that shit. I got to write something. Yeah. Write, write notes in the dark in the in the theater for Infinity War. I'll be the prick on my phone, right? <laughs> no, oh, no, don't do it. Guy. Don't do it. You're, I'll you're, bring. I'll bring. We'll fire you from the podcast if you do that. I'll bring. I'll bring the moleskin <laughs> like I do for everything else. So me too. That's probably what yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Putting up with me rambling about Marvel shit. You got two more weeks of this to go. So just fucking strap in. Absolutely. Let us know your opinion. On any of the questions we ask, we want to hear from you guys about what you guys are thinking about the Marvel stuff. Bring it on at this point. You can do that via Twitter at DRD underscore podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast or email us at dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store or however you get your podcasts. I'm Mark. I've been here with Christy. What's up? Bye bye. And Tim. Excelsior. And we hope yes. you have a marvelous night. Uh, Are this for Tony Stank? <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. This is Tony Stank. This is Tony Stank. Thank you for that. So, so fucking good. <laughs> so fucking good. I got to like figure out what the is that the best joke in the MCU? That might be one of the funniest fucking bits in all of it. It's up there for sure. <laughs> it's pretty high. I got to go and like rank best jokes. It's be good. Yeah, there we go. All right, guys, we'll do a whole episode like. 20 yeah. best jokes in the MCU. Yeah, that'll be episode four. That's what we're really, really hurting. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Chris is going to sing us out, apparently. I love it. Come from the land of the ice and snow. For next week, I need you to learn the lyrics to Immigrant Song. No, guys, that's funnier when I just do the sound effects, right? I'm gonna let
<laughs> Fuck off. God damn it. Hey, hey, hey. I wasn't even. <laughs> Have a good night, guys.